My brothers and sisters in Christ, St. Luke presents Jesus as a prophet who is able to discern the, the signs of time, and uh, as a prophet who also can be able to give wise advice on how to live in times of challenges or difficulty. So it's not strange to see Luke presenting our Lord in this way, because that's who Jesus is. So when we look at the entire liturgical year, we begin to sense the end time, preparation for the end time. It's because we are getting towards the close of the liturgical year. So that's why the readings that we are hearing, when you notice it from even a couple of Sundays ago, it's always focused on that end time preparation, the parousia, and all that. So, what does this mean for us as disciples, as people in, on pilgrim? What does it mean for us? How are we to prepare? How are we to be ready? Because it seems that what we heard in the first reading was about a reward that was meant to be given to those who have actually prepared, those who were called the righteous, those who were called the just. Let's think a little about what Malachi was trying to express in that first reading. In the history of the people of God, they had just arrived from exile. And sometimes, when we begin to experience peace, the temptation is to fall back to our way of life that does not bring glory to God. So the people at Malachi's time fell back to doing that which the Lord, their God, had prohibited them from doing. And what was this? They were also offering sacrifices which was not true to what they've been asked to do. Sick sacrifice. They were cheating each other. They did not see their fellow Israelite as people created in the image and likeness of God. There was a lot of divorce for no just reason. So in the midst of all this tumult, those that were living faithfully were beginning to see themselves as what they're doing is just a mere waste of time because after all, the people cheating and doing this, they are doing well, they are prospering. So, so the prophet Malachi reminded them, no, those that have remained faithful to God will shine as sons and daughters of the light. They will see the righteousness of God. They will see the Redeemer and the Messiah. Do not feel that because things are not working out well with me in spite of my faithfulness to God, that God has abandoned me. 
Amos, uh, the prophet Malachi reminded them, no, don't think that way. Because God is always with you. Now, now, dearest Lord, in the gospel, all that he was trying to express to the people was to advise them that, look, it is in your endurance that you will become victorious. The Christian way of life is not about just living a comfort life. The Christian way of life, it's a way of life that has been called to constant sacrifice. You may ask, but why is it that I'm suffering? Why is it that I'm going through all this terrible sickness? Why is all the calamities, everything happening to me, of all people? In spite of my coming to church, to coming to Mass, listening to the Word of God, receiving our Lord, receiving all the sacraments, why is it happening to me? My brothers and sisters in Christ, our dearest Lord, continue to remind us that in this journey, we are with Him in a mission of redemption. The temptation is to forget about that once a person is baptized and become a Christian, he is no longer living for himself. He has been given a mission. As you continue to grow and become confirmed, you have been given a mission to be a soldier of Christ. And what does that entail? That there is certainly going to be suffering. But if we're not ready for that, then it means that we do not really know why we were baptized into this body. Because the Christian body, which is the church, is on this earth in order to redeem, to bring others to the kingdom of God. So whether we are ordained or not ordained ministers, the fact that we are bearing that name, Christian, means that I have been called and set apart to be different from others in order to be able to draw them into the fountain of life, into the source of peace, into the one who has come so that we don't just have joy in a moment, but joy forever. So that's what we have been called to be reminded at all time, this moment, that the Christian life, it's a journey, not for those that think they've arrived, but for those that believe that they are always pilgrim. They are always on the way because they have not gotten to their final destination. So each time we are tempted to think that we shouldn't be suffering, that I, sh I do not deserve all this that's happening to me, maybe it will be a good time to reverse it and say, well, I am in a mission. I am part and parcel of the redeeming and covenanted people of God.
I am supposed to be that which the Lord has called me to be in the world. I'm supposed to be the light in the midst of darkness. I'm not supposed to be turning around and complaining about how darkness is about to overwhelm the earth. But rather, I'm supposed to be that which I want to see in the world. And that begins in our homes. That begins in our workplaces. That begins in our community. That begins in the church. That begins in all that the Lord has given us, has blessed us with. So my brothers and sisters in Christ, let us go and live this week with that understanding that we have been blessed and given a mission. And that mission is to bring the light of Christ to the world. I believe in one God.